0: Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. This show is sponsored by Comarch, a global provider of innovative software products and business services. Comark's platform is used by leading brands across all industries to drive their customer loyalty. Powered by AI and machine learning, Comark technologies allow you to build, run, and manage personalized loyalty programs and product offers with ease. For more information, please visit Comark.com. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Let's Talk Loyalty, where the first time I am heading to New Zealand, a country that has impressed me hugely, both in terms of the loyalty propositions on offer, but even more so the sheer depth of engagement by New Zealand consumers with those programmes. AA Smart Fuel has in fact been ranked the number one programme in the country. Perhaps because it operates such a generous coalition model, focused on helping Kiwi consumers earn and burn cents per litre across many monthly categories of spend. Boasting over 40 partner brands and 1,200 stores, I was delighted to chat to the co founder Ian Sutcliffe, along with marketing manager for AA Smart Fuel, Jordan Tram. And together, we discuss why the AA Smart Fuel program is so incredibly popular with customers, as well as the latest interesting opportunities and challenges facing this market-leading program. So, Ian Sutcliffe and Jordan Tran, welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty.
1: Hi, Paula. Great to be here. Thank you. Hey, Paula. Same here.
0: Great, great, great. Listen, uh, fantastic to have both of you on the show today. Uh, You're actually my first guests from New Zealand. So this is uh, particularly exciting for me. You may know actually from listening, I know you've been listening to a couple of the previous shows, but I like to consider myself the global voice of loyalty. So you're really helping me with that today.
2: Very good. (laughs) No pressure then. (laughs)
0: Great, great. And I actually had to Google, would you believe as well, whether it's okay to use the word kiwi. I didn't know if that was a a nice term or a less nice term, but I think it sounds like a nice term to, to use, yeah?
1: Yeah, no, no, very colloquial.
0: Great stuff. Well, listen, get, let's get into the show. Um, as you know, we always start with our favourite loyalty statistic. Um, and the idea is obviously that everybody can listen and learn immediately all about AA Smart Fuel. So maybe, Ian, why don't you kick us off with your favourite loyalty statistic?
1: Yes, I actually have two, uh, Paula. One is... Um, uh, a measure that we use throughout the business which is unique monthly active users as in card holders um, okay. and we track it just over a million of those monthly and that's really just a measure of engagement for us um you know we can mm-hmm. blow numbers up by looking at how many people are active quarterly or over a year um, but really mm-hmm. for our partners they want engagement so that monthly monthly number is where our focus and attention goes and it's really important mm-hmm. and the other number that i have is um, household penetration of of um, Registered cardholders of the program, which sits at no, yeah. in, in New Zealand, we have ninety five percent of households have a registered card. So, for us, there's a there's a, there's a scale and a reach component, and an engagement component, yeah. and those those two really go hand in hand, especially when we look at a coalition program yeah. for for the partners. So, they're my two numbers.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I mean, 95% household penetration. I I don't think there's any other country in the world that has a marketing program that penetrates 95% of households. It must be the top in the world. Do you think? We'll take it. Yeah, good. We'll it. Pro- probably <laughs> helps just having
1: under 2 million households, not millions and millions of them as well. <laughs>
0: that's true. Yeah, well, I come from a small country, Ian, so I know what that's like. So thank you for that. Incredible statistics. And, Jordan, so you're in the marketing side of uh, a smart fuel. So tell me, what's your favorite loyalty statistic?
2: So, my favorite loyalty statistic is a little bit more general, I guess, more uh, from a landscape point of view. But there was a recent study done here in New Zealand it's called for love for love or money yeah and um, one of the interesting stats that i read through that was that there's still a whopping 53 percent of kiwis at least that still prefer interacting with loyalty programs via traditional methods i.e the plastic card and i just found that really interesting because there's so much talk about yeah you know, digitization everything yeah. becoming digital focus on mobile apps it was yeah. just a real I guess eye opener and yeah. and, a, and a and a good reminder to not forget about the people that still have the old plastic card.
0: Totally, totally. And you're right. And we should give a shout out to our, our mutual friend, Adam Posner, for for doing all of that work um, for coming up with that incredible statistic. Because I think you're right, Jordan, there's um, an extraordinary undervaluation, I think, of just the experiential piece of loyalty. Uh, and mm. maybe we're all kind of rushing too fast yeah. with them, whether it's COVID or, or whatever else, just to, you know, be all technical and all savvy. And some people just want to have a nice car they can show at the till. Exactly. Wonderful, great, and I guess I should add a favorite statistic because, as I said, you are the first uh, New Zealand loyalty program that's come on the show, um, and the reason that actually Adam introduced us was because of your results with that particular study. So I know AA SmartFuel was ranked the number one loyalty program in New Zealand um, in the second edition of the the research and the second time in two studies, so 100% results, which is amazing.
1: Thank you. We owe Adam a beer,
0: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I think we all owe Adam a beer. That's wonderful. <laughs> so my first. It is
1: awesome. was. The...
2: Oh, oh,
0: sorry. yeah, no, it's good. You know, no. I think we we don't often enough step back. Sure, we don't, and kind of go, you know, what have we achieved? And I think it's is it eleven years that you've had uh, the program running so far.
1: Yeah, so so we're actually just coming up to our tenth birthday uh, under AA Smart Fuel, but we started the business before that, um before we okay. joined ventured with the AA. So yeah, which and, and I mean by by way of background, I, I guess that's probably a segue into that for you. Um yes. We, we yeah, I, I'm guessing it was probably 12, 12, 13, 12 years ago. I think, um, but it was it was in the era when do you remember supermarket paper dockets were were all the rage? I know they're big in the UK, and they were certainly big over here. Um, okay. And and it, well, this was essentially when you you shopped at the supermarket, and you got a few cents a litre off your off your petrol to go and redeem your paper docket at the at the local gas station for for money off your fuel.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And at the time, my business partner owned fuel sites, and and sadly, they weren't affiliate. The chain that he was involved with well, wasn't affiliated to uh, any any of the supermarket chains. So he found himself losing market share. You know, the 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 kiwi uh, kiwi consumer yeah. has an infatuation with with uh, the price of gas. It's quite expensive. So anything they can get off or sa- save a, a a buck or two, they're, they're into it. Um, and and at the time he was he was pretty keen to find an alternative and and i guess the reality is very seldom are the are the new ideas around so smart fuel was a um mm. an initiative that was a play on existing an existing idea around fuel but mm. with a with a number of differences i guess to what was in the market at the time and and the thing that really kicked us off was you know, we, we were, we we're just talking about imagine a imagine a proposition a consumer proposition whereby the consumers say can save sufficient discounts to get a free tank of gas yeah. we're going that has got to be good just by shopping at a whole bunch of different retailers and and that was really the catalyst for us um for, for getting going mm. um and and really the the differences that we had around it were you know the fact that you could earn these fuel discounts at multiple retailers rather than just a supermarket uh, we built out reporting we kind of had um we offered reta- breakage for retailers um which was new okay. in, in the stage so anyway that was okay. that's probably a little bit about the story
0: yeah yeah it's a brilliant story actually ian and um and you've reminded me of um i think it was walgreens in the us who who said something similar so they started with one of their propositions by writing the press release And that's what I'm hearing coming through um, and from when we talked before, you really decided what is it that customers are going to be wowed by and absolutely then how can we make the business work for the consumer where sometimes I think we have it back to front, but actually if the consumer loves it, like you, you can't really fail.
1: No, that that's right and, and that was I think that was our, uh certainly that was our belief and we keep coming back to that proposition time and time again certainly when we we started out on our own we we bootlegged the business um yeah. and you know you have moments you know we could probably write a book on it but there's moments there there <laughs> where you go is this going to yeah. work and we just kept coming back to the fact that if if we can if yeah. consumer can get a free tank of gas it is going to work. Yeah. Let's just let's just figure it out. And yeah. and the other and I guess the other part of the equation was also thinking about because we were a late entrant into the market here uh, yeah. in New Zealand was what what how can we make it different for the the partner as in the retailer and nice. and the and the big piece that we did um around that was probably unlike most of the programs around the world essentially retailers purchase if they're points based they'll purchase the points for a price and yeah. then they give them away to the consumer however they however they deem appropriate but yeah. But once you've bought those, once you've bought those points or given them away to the consumer, whether the consumer engages with them or uses them or not, you've paid for them. So it hits hits your P and L. Yeah. And and for us, so so from a, so from a margin point of view, what we said was we broke the cost of the rewards away separately. To um, we put a, 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 a revenue model around being a participant mm. in the program, and and we have a you know we we'll t- might talk about that later okay. on, but um for- but the the idea was, from a fuel discount point of view, you earn the fuel disc- discount. Hundred percent mm. of that discount goes to the consumer. If they don't use it, you as a retailer get it all back. Wow! So so from and and you can probably understand there's a reasonably uh, s- slick system that sits in behind that to kind of work <laughs> out all the breakage of all the partners. But 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 yeah. even still, it it works pretty well. So the retailer actually it doesn't it doesn't cost the retailer as much as it looks yeah. on the surface to the consumer. Wow. If that makes sense.
0: It it does, Ian. Um, And and I was thinking as you were explaining it, like, you obviously had to figure all of this out, you know, literally almost by trial and error, you know, build some models, see how it's going to work, test them with the merchants. Um, Like, did you have any, let's say, loyalty expertise to advise you when you were creating this concept? (laughs)
1: well not not particularly but um wow. I, but it, i think that the re, the the piece that got us across the line again but, but, but it's sort of who knows who new zealand's a pretty small place and I, my business partner actually had a a really yeah. good uh, school friend who was very very smart with um with building out code and building systems and in fact built one of the first online banking systems in new zealand wow. um okay. and and basically uh, two of two of them got together and and uh, tried to map it out and then then left it to to um to to the brains to go and figure out all these algorithms and how they were going to build it. So we had some we had some really smart you know okay. smart okay. resource that we were able to um, to tap yeah. into it. And he's actually a, a, another shareholder in the business. So we've got kind of the key you know key stakeholders with key competencies invested in the business, yeah. which is which is good.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah
1: and then Amazing. once once and once we'd established that, that then we then we we were very fortunate we, we sort of ran it ourselves for probably about eighteen months in a small provincial town in in new zealand um yeah. and tried mm-hmm. to figure it out. We had a couple of oil companies on board and about thirty local local retailers, so just individual sites just to mm. prove the concept um and we were looking about about what what the next step was, and we were very fortunate that we we could, the AA were they—they they had a program that perhaps wasn't as performing as it as it you know had been ten years in the market was probably getting a little bit stale. Um, okay. So there's only so many retailers to go around in New Zealand, and we were tapping some of their retailers, um, okay. which okay. which which ended up bringing us together. So we actually formed a joint venture um, wow. in in 2010 2011. Um, Lovely. And and and, okay. and yeah, sorry
0: yeah. No, and, and just for, for, for my own amusement, mm-hmm. I'll make sure that we're, we're very clear. It's the Automobile Association rather than the other AA, which I think in them. Um... <laughs> <Good laughs>
3: <door. laughs> yeah.
0: Again, I'm very familiar with <laughs> it in the correct sense. Yes, yes. No, I was thinking about that before we came on air. Oh,
1: true, so... the Automobile Association. You're absolutely right. Although yeah. some of the stories <laughs> could drive you to the other one, I suspect.
0: Oh, bless. Okay, right. Let's hope we don't go there. Um... <laughs> so, Jordan, you're involved in the marketing side of the Whole program. So when did you get involved?
2: Oh, I think I'm pushing eight years now. If ah. I'm not wrong, Ian. I think. Yeah. yeah, and it was actually my first gig uh, out of university. So oh I, I picked goodness. it up through the yeah through the university email as you know, if you was looking for a marketing assistant. Yeah. And I obviously shot my shot, and and here we are eight years later. I Uh-oh, still remember my... the first, um, my first job <laughs> when I when I came into the role was uh, to to sign Christmas cards on behalf of of, of some of the directors of the business.
0: <laughs> wow! Well done, you. That's amazing.
2: Part of the furniture now.
0: I I totally agree. And I've often said on the show, Jordan, that that I really think from a a loyalty perspective that we often undervalue as well, those very simple kind of human touches. Um, So I know what is your your total base now? 2.9 unique registered cardholders. So I'm sure you're not signing 2.9 million cards, but at the same time, just to have, I guess it's even the merchants and those kind of relationships just kind of done in a human way that builds loyalty in a whole other way that I think is super important.
2: Yeah, and I think it's it's also a part of, I guess, the Kiwi culture. You know, we're very hands-on and yeah. like Ian was saying before, everybody kind of knows everyone. Um, so, yeah, it's always got that, you've always got that human touch to, to any kind of relationship here in New Zealand.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. So how has the proposition evolved, I guess, um, from in the beginning? So again, you've set the scene, Ian, in terms of it is a coalition program um, a couple of fuel only rewards partners, if I understand mm. it correctly. But the earn side in the beginning, was that in the grocery space?
1: no so the 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 earn um earn space has always been around fuel and and going back to you know looking at oh, my, my well. business my business partner who was looking to try to drive volume back into his sites so yeah. fuel what fuel was the reward and we and we've stuck to that all the way through um okay. We're, we're, okay. We're, we're evolving it slightly as the program as the program matures um okay. but primarily well solely really fuel is the fuel is the um the, the reward
0: Okay right okay so earn and burn on fuel fantastic and um, I I saw another lovely statistic that you sent me over Ian which was that 5,000 cardholders redeem a full tank of fuel every month so 50 litres of fuel and 5,000 people every month you must be incredibly proud of that.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, I think it's taken a it's taken a long time to get there. Um, You know, we look at those million active cardholders on a monthly basis, and and we we have, you know, that's that's earning and burning. I think we have about five hundred thousand a month redeemer reward fuel okay uh, yeah. and that and that varies as as you know you saw there i think we have 60,000 that redeem over 50 cent a liter 5000 to free tank and then then every every denomination in between but yeah. the, but the the big the, the big shout out really is to our partners i mean they they are the people who who issue the discounts so they they right they they've got in yeah. right behind the program they market it really well um yeah. and, and and it is a it is a very generous program uh, and i think that's probably part of its success and, and okay. just to, to give you a, a sense of that, you know, we have a we have an energy partner, so a company called Contact Energy here. Um, nice. They offer okay. thirty cents a litre when you when you pay on your on your uh, energy bill a month. So it's mm-hmm. it's rather than the the discount, you know, the incentives coming up front like most power power companies do for switching, give you I don't know a couple hundred bucks for switching. Yeah. Um, this is just a monthly a monthly play thirty cents a liter every month it's loaded onto the cardholder's card. There's a communication mm. goes out reminding them keeps the partner front and center, and they mm. see lifts in in, in retention rates. Um, mm-hmm. You know, same if you're buying fuel, you buy forty bucks of gas at, at, at BP or, or gas, they'll mm. give you six cents a liter. So that adds to the thirty cents a liter. So you're now at thirty six cents a liter. So wow. that's that's how the program works. Supermarket, you get six. We've got a pet pet store online that gives you 20 cents a liter so it's really easy to start building a you know yeah. what is it what is a meaningful savings that that that, that um you essentially, see in your back pocket by the time you've redeemed it at the uh, at the fuel station.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it, it's not easy to negotiate those. So, well done again to you both. I'm sure there's plenty of um, work goes in. Uh, 40 partner brands over 1,200 locations, um, and I'm guessing that's growing on an ongoing basis. Or, or would you say you feel like you're you're fully, you know, optimized from a, a partner portfolio?
1: No, there's, there's still there's still a couple of categories that we we would like to secure, but but again, you know, New Zealand is a, a reasonably small uh, uh, country, so there are only so many retailer brand stroke categories that you can capture. There's, there's a set, you know, I'd, I'd sort of look at it. There's 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 three three or four. Big laury programs in the country and almost yeah. two sets of retailers. So you're scrapping over retailers, um, you know, <laughs> you know, to, <laughs> okay. to, to try to bring them on. So we've been very fortunate to to, you know, there's two supermarket chains in New Zealand. Um, yeah. we have one of them, Flybys has the other. Um, okay. and and so we've been really lucky to get some of those key, key partners that you need to make a program successful, you know, fuel, oil energy, uh, a fuel supermarket energy um, with, so you've got a regular, a regular retailer that you can transact at, which makes sense for the consumer. And then we Mm. have other retailers that are less frequent, but they tend Mm. to have probably higher reward values yeah. Um, so you know, like a like a, um, I don't know we've we've got Bridgestone, who are a tyre manufacturer. So that's once every two years. You might be buying tyres, so it's 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 not in your consideration set all the time. Pet food sure. is probably monthly. That's quite good. Um, nice. So we, yeah. we just look. There's there's one or two categories we'd still like to secure. Telco mm-hmm. we don't have. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Noted.
2: Um, I think the yeah. other piece is um, we've also got. There's a big opportunity, and, and Countdown, uh, obviously being a partner in our program, yes. and being the super, one of the biggest supermarkets here in New Zealand, have a have a really great opportunity opportunity to be working with a lot of the supplier brands as well. Um, ah. You know, and, and that that opens up a whole another world, I suppose. When oh. on one hand you're talking about. Um, Know, yeah. the retail brands yeah. um or the companies mm-hmm. and then you've got the other side of the supplier brand so mm-hmm. um the opportunity to be earning AA smart your discounts you know when you purchase a packet of biscuits or some chips yeah um you know th- there was i remember some uh, ian talking to me early on when i first started and you know the this ideal state of being able to say to someone, you can actually walk into the supermarket with the AIA Smart Fuel card yeah. and walk out of it, you know, with a half a tank of gas in, yeah. in your pocket. Yeah, It's almost the dream, but almost, you know, it's very easily a reality. Totally. You start thinking like that as well.
0: For sure. And, and I have to say, you've touched on one of my favorite topics, I guess, Jordan, and, and the upcoming trend or the, I think, I suppose it's just, it hasn't really been optimized or figured out yet. And it is the brand piece. So all of those incredible, um, you know, whether it's Coca-Cola or biscuits or, you know, it's just an incredible portfolio that really wants access to engaged customers. You've got engaged mm-hmm. customers. Obviously, Countdown has them as well. So so I'm going to uh, right now say we need to have a follow up show, even if it takes, I don't know, a year or two. Um, but just to figure out exactly how that comes through with your program.
2: Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, I know the guys are working hard on that, and they've and they've developed a few really great programs so far to to utilize that side of it and, and to leverage those relationships that they already have. So yeah, yeah definitely. I think in twelve months' times, it'll be a whole different ballgame, which is quite exciting.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And uh, and I'm obviously hoping to have Countdown on the show at some point as well. Um, I did talk to some of the guys there just um you know to to hear what they're doing, and they spoke very highly, obviously, of working with you guys. So hopefully, further down the track, we'll have the the story coming from their side. Shh. <sighs> So um, I guess I wanted to touch on as well um, from both of your perspectives, what would you say, you know, are your biggest challenges from a loyalty perspective? Um, And that might be in the context of the pandemic. And I know New Zealand is obviously having a very tough time at the moment, gone into a a new lockdown. And here we are, August 2021, when we all thought we'd be coming out the other side. Um, So I think COVID brings its own particular challenges, but even as a coalition, would you say there's particular things that you you haven't cracked as yet or what would you say you're still kind of focused your energies on? Do
1: you want to start Jordan?
2: I think there's probably one one challenge that we're we're facing and we've probably always um, you know been under the microscope a little bit is is just the piece around obviously we're a, a fuel discount program so it's very heavily fuel Fuel yes. focused, okay. And you got a bunch of questions around, you know, what if I don't drive? What if fuel's not relevant to me? But also, obviously, looking to the future,
3: yeah,
0: you know, is
2: fuel going to be around forever? Okay. Um, so that's one of the one of the challenges that we've got, and and it's obviously on our radar to to go. Yeah. Where does where does the program go in the future? feels yeah. so good to be around for a long time, and mm. and you know, it's not going away anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. But for us, it's always focusing on uh, what's what's relevant to the consumer. Today or yesterday, it was it was fuel discounts. What is it tomorrow? I guess it's a challenge, but it's also quite exciting to yeah to be able to keep your finger on the pulse in that in that sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, makes sense absolutely. And and while we're talking about it, Jordan, I did see that there are rewards, for example, with Qantas, um, and also something about I think carbon offset. So it sounds like you're already putting solutions in place around these um relevancy concerns.
2: Yeah, actually, something we we recently launched only a, uh, only a few months ago. Obviously, not uh, the greatest of timing with, with COVID and things sure. like that. But it was definitely the it was definitely the step in the right direction when we start talking about you know how do we continue to stay relevant uh, to customers, yeah. especially from a, a reward choice point of view. Yeah, reward choice is is obviously a big a big topic at the moment with regards to loyalty.
3: Totally, you know, giving
2: the consumer the option to choose what or how they want to be rewarded, and, and that was just one step that we took. Yeah. Um, you know, Qantas points and, and the Qantas brand is a is a great one here down under and sure. and obviously the idea of this aspirational reward, like fuel discounts is very transactional, very I guess functional. Yeah. Um, but the idea of you know banking up a bunch of Qantas points for your trip overseas to Hawaii or Fiji or, or wherever you want to go is, is a little bit more on the aspirational side, which was quite exciting and obviously relevant um, you know, to those that aren't necessarily motivated by um by fuel discounts as, as it is
0: currently. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I do notice my own behaviour is very much in the travel space, and um, and I've been spoiled a little bit actually because I did work in the airline industry a few years ago. So now, of course, I want to fly business class, even though I have to pay for it. So <laughs> any kind of points I can end with earn with uh, with Emirates, particularly obviously based in Dubai, is is super exciting for me. So so that's really good. So so a fairly new redemption piece you mentioned, Jordan. Yeah, on the on the Qantas side.
2: Yeah, that's right. So in terms of the way the program works, it's you're still earning, and it's it's interesting the dynamic because you still earn AA Smart Fuel discounts at, at those 1,200 retailers across New Zealand. But as you earn them, mm. you obviously you're saving them up, and they're they're loading up on your account almost like a, a bank balance. Of course. And then what we've done is we've enabled the the, the the customer to to then choose. Well, I can either go into BP or, or gas and redeem them on, on fuel on fuel. Yeah. Or I can go into the app and I could choose to convert them. Mm. So you're actually literally using um, the technology within the app to, to turn the fuel discounts as a currency into Qantas yep. points Lovely. or like you also said into carbon offsets
0: yeah. Okay. Lovely stuff. Yeah. And, and again, having seen it in Ireland, I know it was always supremely popular. Um, again, from a supermarket perspective, you know, suddenly to be able to convert them into to Avios as it was at the time, um, it just inspires people. So it might feel like it takes longer, but again, I think the airlines are getting better even at doing like, you can use those points for maybe part payment towards your travel. So again, maybe just makes the, the, the whole dream a little bit uh, closer exactly great okay so ian um yeah so so from your perspective again you're 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 a co-founder of of the business what would you say are the biggest challenges for aa smart fuel um and and is it a COVID thing or or just more general business uh, growth
1: i I think covid's obviously hit a a lot of people for us it's it's a moment in time We, we just know that you know our partners need a bit of support some are still trading through like the supermarkets they're they're you know they've got their own challenges around everything but but they're still trading you know the being a fuel program that pretty much grinds grinds to zero pretty quickly um, when no one's driving sure. around. So the fuel the the, um, the our fuel partners have been hit pretty hard. Um, so we looked to for this moment in time, we're just looking at how do we support those partners. So we'll send communications out less about fuel, but more about you know that they're open or there might be a few other things that we need to do with them. So we will just generally look at how how mm. we can help them through. So that's that's just a moment in time. But I think the Probably the probably the biggest area um, for us is, is just the you know post GDPR. Not not that it affects us um, okay. specifically in in the New Zealand Directly. landscape because we're we're only we're only focused around New Zealanders. Um, yeah. But that said, I think the awareness of privacy and how how people store information, the security of information, is is becoming more and more prevalent and, and more and more top of people's minds. So just keeping mm. ahead of that, keeping, a re, you know, making sure we reassure, reassure customers, make sure our systems are, are good. Um, yeah. And, and we're, we're lucky we're, we're partnered with a, you know, with a very trusted brand in terms of the Automobile Association. So that that helps us considerably. Um, Lovely. And, and, yeah. From a partnership point of view. Uh, but yeah. you've still got to st- stay on top of it. You know, cybersecurity, it's, it's not going away. It's only getting worse. Um yeah. so those are things that that you know probably keep us awake and we know we just got to keep 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 um moving forwards with with that you know yeah. what you, what you might do one day isn't going to be good for the next day you know so it's yeah. so yeah. i think that there that's that's one area the other part is is then of course or not of course but you use of data you know i think from a coalition point of view partners yeah. are becoming when you join a coalition program partners are becoming increasingly um or or re increasingly required to be able to get decent insights out of that data and whether yeah. that's directly from us or you know how do we utilize that that some of that anonymized first party data so that we can give provide good insights or good data sets or big build out custom audiences for our partners without um yeah. almost betraying the trust of the consumer so so we're we're conscious of that um yeah. And it's just that the demand side of it is 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 increasing in terms of utilizing that to make good decisions. So and that's quite yeah. exciting. Um, yeah. so we, we, yeah. we're we're work, we're working with that all the time.
0: Okay, yeah, and and would you believe Ian? I'm literally recording a a second podcast today uh, directly on the topic of privacy and you know all of the data protection um, complexity. And uh, I've already told him that, um, Mm. and and, you know he's a good colleague of mine, Richard Dutton. I've already said you know I've been avoiding you because it it, it scares me (laughs) so much. So you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, I I think we've yeah we've all heard the horror stories, and again as consumers we we know what it would be like now so i don't know if you heard for example in ireland recently the um the health service w- was hacked so um mm. so medical information was was um was captured oh. and there was all sorts so and and everyone i know got a phone call would you believe from from these hackers like it's it's unbelievable oh really this, wow. It, it honestly terrifying. So you're you're totally mm-hmm. right. You've got the AA brand to support you, and you obviously have to support it back. But um, mm-hmm. there, there's absolutely no way we can we can build loyalty without those fundamentals being top and top of mind. So um, yeah, and as you said, I, I also have you know been on the the end of the you know the partner expectations, um, which are are clearly not unreasonable, but are very difficult to to balance with them. Again, making sure, as we said, the customer is totally. Um, trusted and trusting, so I know that also came through in, in Adam's research as well. So, so well done on, on flagging that. It's uh, as no. you said, it's not going anywhere.
1: No, um, I think I think it does. It does add it, the, the opportunities. You know, as you start looking forwards around that, the you know probably a few years ago, well, still in, in some quarters, the, the, this this idea of personal information actually. Yeah. Building out cohorts of non-identity, just behavioral and behavioral cohorts, non-identifiable, using first party yeah. data to kind of do that. But I think presents, you know, with, with as cookies have disappeared um yeah. or are disappearing. It it certainly presents really good opportunities in a responsible way for coalition programs that 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 you know have a bunch of behavioral information that doesn't betray yeah. the customer but also can add a bit of value back to the to the yeah. partners and 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 yeah. serve up relevant offers you know
0: yeah yeah uh, and you're absolutely right actually it is about that whole piece you know first of all you know what is the consumer's expectation i think when they <laughs> give that data and i think all of the research i've seen has said well look if you use it to give me more relevant offers and i get to benefit then i'm totally fine and um, but again, obviously, making sure that uh, that people take care of it. So um, definitely one that uh, will evolve very carefully, would I say?
1: Yes, I'll be, I'll be interested to listen to your uh, your other podcast then.
0: <laughs> you sure will, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's already had to decipher plenty of acronyms for me. Um, and again, the global complexity of it all is um, is is only getting um, more confusing, I would say, for for big global brands. So um, yeah. so that's um, yeah, up and coming. So the final area I had then, guys, was was. was um, I suppose my favorite topic of innovation Um, I'm always kind of keen to to see if there is anything that um, either has been particularly um, impactful, perhaps that you've done with the smart field program or anything that you're thinking about in the future. Um, Because I'm always looking to inspire people with them. Yes, we all know about the points and the discounts and the rewards and, you know, the program structure, you know, coalition programs are clearly not going anywhere. Um, But is there anything that you're doing or have done that you feel is quite different to other markets that we could talk about?
2: There's one area that I think we're quite focused on. Yeah. Um, and, and it is quite innovative in the sense that, and it, and it kind of dovetails from the conversation that uh, you and Ian just had around, you know, how, how can we leverage the technologies that we've got and, and some of the out-of-the-box solutions to yeah. to be able to, and, and we, inverted commas, we call it internally liberalized data. Okay. And that's really for us to, to be able to leverage data yeah. a whole lot better but also to help our partners do that as well. You guys spoke about, Yeah. Um, you know, as a as being a coalition program, it's our job to ensure that we're doing right by the partner, yeah. but also right by the consumer, which yeah. is an interesting challenge. But totally. there's, there's definitely a few pieces, pieces of work going on internally, and, it, and it's an innovative way to, to kind of... To, to look at how we can liberalise the data, yeah. you know, all above board from a consumer point of view and as transparent as, as possibly can be yeah, um, and as expected of the customer, but but also um, enabling it in a way that partners can really get the most that they intended to out of a loyalty program, whether that be yeah. You know, really understanding who their customers are yeah what they're doing the insights that they can use to to drive really meaningful experiences and, and bring them back in store yeah um, is a really exciting and innovative kind of project that we've got going on in it's definitely challenging don't get me wrong and we don't of have <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the golden egg solution or anything like that but, yeah. but it's definitely a challenge we've, we've taken on the chin and we've gone we there's definitely ways to do it yeah um, and it, it's almost just the challenge of looking at things differently I think
0: yeah Yeah, you're absolutely right, Jordan. And Ian obviously alluded to it. And we all know that uh, cookies will be disappearing. Uh, Interestingly, obviously being put on the long finger, I think now till the end of 2023, if I'm not Mm. mistaken. But I think that is just to give uh, people like us uh, time to catch up uh, and to build those permissions, first party data and systems. So I'm very impressed to hear actually about all the amazing technology piece. And uh, it sounds like it's entirely kind of built internally from what you've
2: said is, is that right yes yeah and, and look it'll, it'll be it'll be definitely um a, an it? element of, of bringing in the tools that we need as well at the same time okay. as, as building it out internally
0: okay um
2: because okay. there's, there's definitely a lot of a lot of efficiencies in using what's already out there but okay from what we gather being a coalition program yeah probably got um, a little bit more complexities than I think other, other loyalty programs do when they own it in-house.
0: Totally. I'm putting that on the agenda for our follow-up interview, uh, Jordan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, now, now, that, now that I've said it, we've got, we've, got to have to, we've got to have to deliver on it, aren't we? <laughs>
0: totally. Totally. And it's on your LinkedIn profile as well. I've seen it. So you uh, can't hide. <laughs> Very <know>. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> And Ian, from your side, is there any kind of big ideas or innovations that you're you're looking to, or are you happy? Again, obviously, data and insights that Jordan just talked about is extraordinary in terms of delivering on that. Anyway, but have you any other kind of things that you, you'd you'd like to explore? Do you think?
1: Well, we have we have a few things sort of on the on the burner, but um, no, I, th- the, the, I think the. The main an opportunity that we see, which which is not, I wouldn't say it's innovative, but but the uh, Jordan touched on it earlier, was was around today. We we obviously have those direct relationships with with distribution partners in terms of retailers, um, yeah. and and some that own the brand as well as the retailer. Um, mm-hmm. But we we certainly see an opportunity to work closer with the brand owners. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. and and from a and really that will allow us hopefully to to provide insights to those brand owners because they're, they're quite hard to get. Um, sure. So we, we just see without saying too much, we see some opportunities in that in that space. Um, okay. And we think that that'll work quite quite well with our existing partners. I wouldn't okay. say it's innovations, it's just a bit of different thinking.
0: Okay. Well, sometimes it just takes the different thinking, Ian, I think, just to kind of nail something if it hasn't been delivered before, whether it is for your partners or for your consumers, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that sounds super exciting. So I'll certainly be watching very closely. <laughs> um, so I think that's all the questions from my side, guys. Um, were there any other, I suppose, closing points or thoughts that you wanted to comment before we wrap up? No,
1: no not, not from our point of view, if you haven't got any more questions. Yeah. Um...
0: I think it's amazing. So tell us where can people find out more, whether it's you guys directly, if people want to reach out to to connect with you um, or just to find out more about the program.
1: Yeah, so just through the program, um, there's, there's a brief, brief overview on the, on the website at aasmartfuel.co.nz. Um, so that will, okay. will give them a little bit of insight into that. Um, mm-hmm. if, if, if they want any consumer insight, uh, our Facebook page is pretty, pretty useful in terms of the way people talk about the program and share their savings and the scale. Um, that's, that's quite useful. Um, otherwise, that, otherwise, they can reach out to probably via you if they need a, a personal email address to talk some more.
0: Yeah, happy to, Ian. No problem at all. Great. And Jordan, from your side?
2: I think I'd be doing the marketing team a a disservice if I didn't didn't put a plug in there to download the AIS Martial app if you're a Kiwi.
0: Brilliant, (laughs) brilliant. Absolutely. Okay, well, well said. Well, listen, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to hear all about the program. I love the innovative thinking. I love the way you built a consumer proposition and then retrofitted the business model to make it work. I think it shows true, I suppose, loyalty to your customers. So yeah, I just want to say thank you so much to Ian Sutcliffe and Jordan Tran from Let's Talk Loyalty. Thanks, Paula. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights and research.